All right, everybody, we're live. Episode five, time of life, and we got some uh, potential guests here if they want to speak on anything. And uh, Dominic, you said you had some advice in the beginning for everyone listening here. What what would that advice be? I do have some advice here, so I kind of want to paint a picture here. So imagine you're sitting in bed every morning. What's the first thing you do? I uh, usually get up. Uh, take a shower put in my contacts well no i'm talking about what's the very very first thing you do uh look at my phone yep (laughs) and that's exactly where i was going with it okay so i have a piece of advice for those who immediately go on their phone first thing in the morning i think it's one of the worst things you can actually do right away in the morning so what my piece of advice is put your phone charge it somewhere else in the room charge it somewhere where you have to physically get up to actually get and tame your phone and look at your phone because it'll basically motivate you to so get like up kind of get and start up. your day yeah. yeah so then you're not sitting scrolling through tiktok youtube social media for the first 30 minutes to two hours of your day i've done two hours a day Literally just sitting in my bed watching YouTube videos. I'm like, what the fuck? No, I just wasted yeah, yeah. two hours and already. Like, something to add on to that that I heard. It's actually like proven that when you wake up and look at your phone, you're starting off your day by looking at all this like stressful stuff. And yeah, you're and basically yeah. starting off your day stressed out. And why would you like even want to be doing that? So another good advice is don't even look at your phone at all. Like when you wake up, just don't look at your phone immediately. Well, define start don't look at your phone. Like obviously people like are gonna can, look at their phone. Yeah, anyways. like you can check the time, but like TikTok and stuff like that, like Instagram, the news even, I would say. I think the news is like one of the worst places to Because yeah, really it only it only portrays the worst stuff. People the news wants you to have a sense of fear. And like, have you ever noticed that when you watch the news, it's always this guy died. This guy fell off a bridge. Bad stuff. Or bad they have stuff. coronavirus. Coronavirus. Monkeypox. Yeah. Like people, I, I wouldn't even like everywhere around the world. People, the these like news um, corporations, they want to have people be in fear, not just because. Um, you talk about social media in general. Well, yeah, yeah, yeah. but like. They want to have people in a state of fear for that way they can actually watch that sort of like I think news. people so are that, addicted to drama, and that's why they yeah, they want controversy. Like yeah. They don't want no normal BS like, oh, here's what's happening today with this election. That's kind of boring. They kind of already knew most of that information. Yeah. I think that leads into a very good topic of social media and everything about it, news reports, everything about internet so with the internet it's a very versatile and very condescending area and it's a very dangerous place to go into if you're not prepared for it so when you're like maybe five six years old obviously you don't understand what's going on it can really but it can really affect what you will become in the future because you're seeing stuff right in the beginning yeah like i've seen some terrible things in the yeah, have you ever played this? I'm not advising against it. Well, I'm not. I'm 
actually highly advising against it. It's called the uh, Run the Gauntlet. Oh, I okay. I played that. Yeah, I, well, I, I didn't play it. It's like that thing where it's like in levels, and yeah, you like and you watch get significantly the harder every time. It's just yeah. more glory and it's probably more gruesome. The most gory website. You yeah, can I ever I highly advise watch. against it because, but what my point across this is social media can really affect your life. The internet can really affect your life in a terrible way. And I believe most news reporters, most news networks report only the terrible things happening in the world. And just, with that though, just for kind of like views and for views because they want the attention, obviously yeah. money. But at the same time, I think the news reporter actually distracts us from what really happens in the world. Oh yeah. Because uh, they yeah, only definitely. highlight the big events. They only highlight certain details that most people would never hear about really. Yeah. And they want to like blow it up, become something brand new. They want to be that next, let's say Babe Ruth. They want to be that newscast where now they're the next Babe Ruth because Babe Ruth was such a huge idol and icon. And so is Andrew Tate, but now obviously he's now banned and everything. He was literally the most search man he in is. the entire world. And he, I'm yeah. sure he still is too because the banning actually made him more famous. I guarantee it because no, it, now it all the social social media before yeah. never talked about him. And now that he's completely now banned, all now they're just things with oh, why Andrew Tate got banned. Should Andrew Tate be banned? Blah, 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 blah. All of these like social medias. Now they're just talking about Andrew Tate himself because they prey off people's downfalls. And that's the worst thing about and what news really happens is they want to make you aware of things. Yeah, I can understand yeah. that. But at sometimes it really drags you down the path of where you don't want to be. You don't oh, yeah. want to be depressed. You don't want to be stressed. You want to enjoy your life and thoroughly enjoy it. Because if you're stuck in the deep down where you really can't think for yourself and the news and everything just brings you down even further than where you were before. Then you probably shouldn't be even watching. You it shouldn't be watching place. it. It's one of those things like you really need to disconnect yourself from everything. And I mean like your phone entirely, every piece of internet for maybe one or two weeks out of the year like yeah it'll completely reset your mindset because then you'll like like we said before just how when you're addicted to porn it affects everything you don't really follow your passions it's because it's hitting those dopamine levels if you figure out if you figure out earlier in your life that dopamine levels really can affect everything you do around everything especially for addictions. If you have a really high amount of dopamine that you need to get, that's where drugs come in. Oh yeah. That's I mean, the hardest part. And the only way to really stop yourself from doing that is you need to have a good persona around you. You need to have good people, good well, family. Yeah. I do agree with that. Like having uh, good friends around you can significantly help those addictions. But I also do believe it's a, a background thing, right? If you grew up in you mean a, a family household. Nurture versus nature exactly, law. Yeah, nurture versus nature. If you grew up in a family filled with drugs, narcotics, you're going to be 
one of those people you're gonna grow um, up well i'd like to disagree with that if if you have but like you said before if you have those friends that you're lift more you i up. think it's i don't think it's 99 percent. i think that's way beyond it okay I think, maybe like 70 because i think it's like a 50 50 kind of rule like you either like it's just like people who let's say uh not to point anybody out or anything or any race in particular like people leaving their children behind not because not for suicide but i mean like let's go let's go to the store and go to the milk get milk and never come back <laughs> oh, because they never return home with milk it's just like that i don't even know if that's a real thing <laughs> like i I'm, I'm, I 100% agree with it i think it really does i really think it exists in the world 100% because like, there's just you don't you don't think that's just the their parents that I'm aren't ready to, to be milk. parents their parents that aren't ready to be parents yeah Usually what happens, I think, is the mom wants to keep it. Obviously, now it's totally different with uh, Wade versus Roe being overturned. Yeah, you can't get abortions There's anymore. no abortions in yeah. America, at least. Well, legally, we'll say that. Obviously, they're going to try to do everything in their power to make it so they don't have a child sometimes. But like I said before... When you have that ideology where you see other people doing it, you're more likely to do it. Or you could see the better side of it, and you could be the better father who doesn't do that and knows how to raise a child because you don't want your child to go through what the exact same thing you went through. And I think that's really, really, it's almost a good thing and a bad thing at the same time. Like, obviously, it sucks for you if that happens to you. But if your father sticks around, he could teach you more about life than what a father, fatherless child So you're could. saying that people with no dad tend to be worse out in life? Well, yes and no. I think, I think there has to be a mother figure and a father figure. I really do believe that there has to be one of each because mother kind of teaches you the more emotional side and all the, like she kind of promotes you to do different things. And then most of the time I would think that a father kind of teaches you how to be more logical in the world, what his point of view is about the world. He can really teach you about things that a mother sometimes can't teach him. Yeah. It's kind of, that's kind of interesting because I also do believe like I didn't really grow up with a father all my life and I get what you're saying um, the the mother standpoint I feel like mothers are more strict with their child compared yeah, to and fathers then fathers are more laid back um, as long as oh you don't crush on anything when you're driving um, as long as you don't do anything stupid and get caught, you can do stupid stuff, but don't get caught. Like they can well, have that. Well, find stupid. He doesn't want you to do drugs. And no, well, yeah, obviously before yeah. you're 21 or when they're consenting about it. Yeah, it's just like their beliefs is what really behold you and really make you grow but up that, with the same yeah, beliefs. Yeah, that's kind of like the nurture and nature nurture versus nurture, nature law. Yeah, yep. hundred percent. Yeah, which is a good topic. Yeah. Um, other than that, I, yeah, but going back to the main topic, I think uh, sometimes it's better not to grow up with a father, and sometimes it is. Obviously, 
it's so much better to grow up with a father because you really need a father figure in your household or a two mother or a two father. I'm not totally against it. I'm, I'm not in that mood. Some people swing that way. I really don't. But at the same time, I believe there has to be one parent who does one thing and one parent who does another thing. And then like the, a, the child like kind of balance, kind of yeah. Yeah, the child kind of grows yeah. up between the two, so they don't really they kind of figure out their own kind of way. But they have two guiding principles rather than just one, and they have to follow their exact footsteps. Now, if they have two opposite perspectives of life, now obviously they agree on some things. But then some things they don't agree on. It teaches you, say you're the child, it teaches you how to have your own free speech. It teaches you how to have your own beliefs. It teaches you to become a better person than just yourself. Help others be better towards yourself, be better to others. Respect now, other people's beliefs, respect others. In, in this sort of statement, what if you were nurtured by a single mom she would have those traits to maybe teach you how to work hard be successful just same way as maybe a father figure and mother figure would at the same time like what if or vice versa you only have a dad that teaches you how to be successful work hard yada 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 without that mother figure i feel like yes it is easier having both parents and you do get that um, side to side, you get two viewpoint. different perspectives upon life. Two mentors is better than one, always. But yeah, of course. But I also feel like any single parent out there who is raising their child, I feel like it's easily possible to make your child succeed in life. You don't necessarily need to have another partner. I mean, like I said before, I yeah, I but grew then up there's sometimes where they're drug addicts. You have one mother or one father, but just one of the, one of each or none at all. Obviously, now you're looking for somebody who could be your figure or mentor, basically somebody you look up to. You need to have, I believe, in the early stages of life, you always need to have somebody to look to up to because it helps you grow to be a better person. Right. So it, then, what if you can look up to your only dad or only mom? Like, you know what I mean? Like. Like in a in a two parent situation, who would you be looking up to the most? Your mom or your dad? It just depends on who you are. Exactly. It's it's one of those things. Like I said, you could switch all yeah. the time. When you have when you're a single parent, you don't get that choice really as a child. You really don't. You get your parent or maybe a teacher, maybe a principal, maybe a an uncle, maybe an aunt. You get kind of one of those, but they don't live with you all the time. Your parent lives with you all the time. Mm, yeah. At least 95% of it, I would say. At yeah. least in the early stage of life, yeah. You're Before definitely you're living with your parents. turn 18, move out. If you do choose to move out at 18, kind of sense. Yeah, then that's another topic, though. That's a... How, how can we even afford to get out of... No, yeah. Yeah, like, honestly, I think... And obviously, I own my I own apartment right now, but I think living with your parents is excessively cheaper yeah. in the long run. Yeah. It, but obviously, if you want to experience that freedom, I mean, if you can afford it, then yeah, go get the apartment, go 
buy a house, a small house, obviously, because I doubt you're gonna have unless you win the lottery. Yeah, go go live your life. If you win the lottery, it's find a financial advisor. Find a financial advisor. If you ever, that's one. That's another piece of advice as well. You ever come upon a large sum of money? Do not go out and spend all of it. Or don't Trust even me. don't even tell your parents, your friends, or anything. Yeah, because I would say so. Be, yeah, because be then they're going to be like on you, and yeah. they're going to be like, "Can I have this? Can I have this? I need money. Yeah. I need money." I'm like, "No, you don't. You lived without me, or live without this money for this long already. I'm sure you'll be fine." Obviously, there's some cases where you have like a called tuition bill, and you you have enough money. Yeah, go ahead and cover somebody else's bill. It, takes care of them obviously you don't want to take care of everybody's oh yeah so it's like one of those you have to be kind of picky about yeah and that's the hard part i believe about owning a lot of money you don't really know well you do know once you get that amount of money unless you're if you're lucky then you don't know as much if you grew up or you grew up obtaining that money over time and you grew to be more get it more larger sums now like that you have uh, these larger sums every single year, like you know how like to maintain the snowball that effect, money. Kind of. Yeah, the snowball effect where it gets bigger and bigger yeah, over yeah. time. And then obviously at some point it's going to hit a tree and just it's all going to be gone. There's no more steady income of that big snowball. It just crashes and burns. Well, that's why you uh, take the easy route and invest in dividend stocks or something that pays you a passive income. I mean, if you have but a large you're not, sum. You're not guaranteed, though, with no. money, though dividend sucks yeah. yeah you're if they have a large history like uh coca-cola for example like here i'm gonna explain if you have a large history like coca-cola they've been paying dividends for a hundred plus years i don't think that they're gonna yeah they might decrease and increase the dividends a little bit depending on uh, financial situations recessions but i don't think if you have that track record of a hundred years that they're gonna just okay now we're done we're done giving out dividends you know what i mean like if you have a new company that's paying dividends for only a year i can see them just stopping it well you might have to because they're a smaller company yeah but yeah yeah, one of the things i would say is you might have to explain dividends because i don't think most of the audience doesn't know about them or they might who knows but it's better for them to understand a little bit better before you so, go into more of your story. Yeah, no. So going along with uh, dividends, a dividend is basically when you invest in a stock, right? Typically, people want to come out with investments to earn dividends. And a dividend is basically a small um, chunk of change that you get through that stock with um, like earnings like basically if for example when you invest in Apple every okay I think Apple yeah every quarter Apple comes out with their dividends which basically means okay we're gonna pay our shareholders the ones that are investing in our stock a small amount we're gonna pay our shareholders a small amount just for investing in our company right because when you invest in a company you're basically agreeing that okay i think this company is good i think this has is value has future value. value exactly yeah so when you're investing in this company 
they're gonna i mean most companies don't really pay out dividends like uh, tesla for example but uh companies like uh apple coca-cola um, i feel like it's more for the bigger brands yeah, yeah. Because right. they can afford it. But then uh, there's also this other interesting thing, which I used to do. Um, they're called covered call ETFs, which basically is uh, an ETF like NUSI, right? That's a ticker symbol. And what a ticker symbol is, by the way, is when you go up and look up um, a company or like an ETF, um, that's basically the short firm. The, so like there's obviously like, multiple Googles like there's like alphabet uh, B C alphabet B alphabet C so obviously there's like different ticker symbols for Google right that's basically what uh, to sum it up that's basically what a ticker symbol is it's the short firm it's like a, it's like a nickname for the company for like the stock market basically um, I forgot what I was talking about no you're good <laughs> oh yeah obviously if you want to get more into that, oh wait, wait, wait. You okay, research into it. As Dividends, well. right? Yeah, <laughs> yeah, <laughs> yeah. Obviously, dividends. I don't want to. I want to kind of transform the topic a little no, bit. No, yeah, here. you're good. Because that's one of the things you can kind of look up later. It's just an no, introduction yeah, for it at all. Obviously, doing your own research, um, like going on YouTube. Obviously, if you're a beginner investor, don't listen to me if you don't want to. It's not, it's not financial advice. It's not financial advice. Um, but yeah, I believe go on YouTube. Sorry. No, you're good. Just go on like YouTube, search up, um, beginning investing, beginner investing tips, uh, how to invest as a beginner investor, just so you can kind of get the clear picture because yeah, I would love to explain everything I know about investing on this podcast, but that would take hours and hours and time. not everybody wants to be here for that. And obviously. Yeah, exactly. Nobody really. I don't want to bore anybody. And no, everything. yeah. Not we to say talk it's not interesting, but you guys want to hear. You guys want to listen to. Yeah, and that's. I'd say that's another advice that you could give to other people. Is if you're investing in something you haven't done research on, you deserve to lose your money. Oh yeah. Quite honestly, sure. if yeah. you're investing in something you don't know about, how are you going to know you're going to make money in the future? No, yeah, you should research. Like you your need to do your research before you invest before in anything. You go Otherwise, it, yeah. you're going to guarantee yourself you're gonna lose money. If you don't believe in a company, I think, especially in the short the short term too, like you're gonna lose. I think money. both. I think both. If you don't believe in a company from the very beginning, you're not gonna really believe in it in the end. I would say that because that's kind if, of a, that's kind of fair. Yeah, I can. You see need that. to. You need to like read into it, research it. You're like, oh my gosh, I really like this company. I'm going to invest my money into it. And yeah. you're probably going to make money off of it. Well, especially in healthcare. Probably, but well, yeah. <laughs> I mean, who knows what's going to happen in the future. You're going to be happier with it because if you believe in it, right. somebody else is going to believe it. Somebody else is going to believe it. And it's just going to go down that line on and on and on and That's on. That's kind of how like Apple and Tesla kind of form. Yeah, They're it's like, because okay, people are like are believing in it. They're yeah. like wow, this is actually kind of a cool concept of it. We've so, never had smartphones before. Let me invest in Apple. Exactly. Apple's like freaking blown and like, up and everything. Who knows what all these small cap companies are going to transform into. Like, obviously, Apple used to be a really small company, and now look where it's at. You, Everyone has the opportunity to become people like Warren Buffett, um, Steve Jobs. I know he's not an investor, but 
become Elon Musk. You like, talk about entrepreneurs now. Entrepreneurs, investors, yeah, a little uh, 50-50, a little bit of both. Everyone has the opportunity to be their best selves. It doesn't have to be through investing. Obviously, investing is probably one of the most popular options in getting rich, but it can be through a business. It can be through a service you enjoy giving to people, uh, a product that you invented that's trending like Apple with their iPhone. That was revolutionary. That was... It was something new that nobody else saw. Exactly. And anyone has the power to really do that. You just have to... Just you just have to, to come up with an idea yeah. and really go after it because yeah. if you really believe in it, you're going to work even harder in your life than you have ever done before. Yeah. It's one yes. of those things. If you understand what the product is, you understand like this is why I'm doing it. You're going to work harder than you've ever done in your life. It's interesting because when you're unhappy at a job as well, you're going to show up, you're going to put your head down and you're just going to do your job. You don't care what anybody says to you. Yeah, there's gonna be sh- and that's kind dumb of day. there's gonna yeah. be bad days and there's gonna be good days, but I believe it's like one of those things. If you don't enjoy your job, you really can't be there. Like no. if you don't enjoy, I would say yeah. roughly if you don't enjoy your job for roughly a month and a half to two months, and it's just you know it's gonna go, it's gonna get worse from then on. You really, really need to start looking for another job. Or if you were smart and you invested some money onto the side, it might be wiser to actually quit your job. Honestly, right. like it's one of those, like you want to find another job before you quit the last one. And obviously you need to tell your new employer that you didn't You're quit the job because you, yeah. you just hated the job. Well, They're going to be went, like, you're I not committed say, to it. You're not a team player. You're not yeah. anything. I wouldn't say you hate your job. Like, obviously. Oh, there's. Oh, I've had jobs where I've hated the job. Well, obviously me. you hate the job, but you don't want to tell your employer, I fucking hate this job. You know yeah, what I mean? obviously. You don't want to say that. And that's yeah. why you put your head down and you just do your job and then go home at the end of the day. But if you really, really love your job, you're going to show up. You're going to do your best. You're going to say hello to everybody. You're going to be really, really cool with everybody. If you're really, really cool with everybody, you're loving yourself you enjoy yourself you enjoy other people's company you enjoy everything if you love that job if you're not loving that job you're gonna dread going into work every single day and that's a miserable lifestyle and that's a miserable lifestyle because it affects everything around your life as well you're gonna be thinking about work at night when you don't want to be you're gonna be like well this this and this and this is all problems if you go home and you're like i had a great freaking day today like, imagine if you go home and you're like, I had a great freaking day today. I'm going to go do this new thing that I've never done before. Your life is going to be so, your mentality is going to be so much better. And that's another new, that's another interesting thing too. Trying new stuff that you've never done before is, I believe in my own experience, can lead you to a way better lifestyle. Are you going to go skydiving then? I'm I'm honestly thinking about yeah. Doing I'm it. like, like I, I asked you a what, couple years ago if you're I gonna mean, go like, skydiving. You're like hell I, no. I really yeah. I really hate heights. I hate flying. I hate planes. But but I would do it once in your life. You have to do it exactly. Least once. It's this experience that you probably never want to have ever again. I don't know. Maybe well, you do want to have it. At least again. you get plenty of stories it. about it, and you you're have, like happier yeah. about it. You're like exactly. I overcame this fear and I did it. Yeah. I want to do bungee jumping. 
I want to be on top. Have you ever seen the Do Perfect where they did the interesting bucket challenges where they were on top of an airplane, standing on an airplane, and it literally went a full 360? What? You've never seen that? But yeah, no. they were literally, obviously, you're strapped down on top of the yeah. wing. But that was so interesting. You're literally standing on top of an airplane in the middle of the air, and it's doing a 360. I want to be in a hel- helicopter that goes upside down, like Red Bulls helicopters. That's yeah. fucking awesome. I want to eventually, if I ever get ballsy enough, I want to do uh, wingsuits. A wingsuit? You know how oh, fast yeah. those things go? Holy crap. That's you're like, the things we're like. It's one of those things you screw up once. You're you're done. There's like no a, uh, kind of like that. Hang, hang gliding a little bit. Hang gliding's not as fast. No, not as fast. You've never seen suit. wingsuit those? Well, Have you I ever think, seen like it's like a squirrel suit? Yeah, you, like, I was just about fly to say, out and like you're going seventy. Squirrel, yeah. You're going seventy to two hundred miles an hour. Really? Anywhere between there. Holy shit! You've never seen them actually go through like tiny gaps where it's just big enough for a human body. I've seen and they're like of the flying suits, through it yeah. like two hundred miles an hour. And you're like, holy crap! If you're just like three inches off, that's just a big gash you're gonna get besides that's that's the risk that people like to take people people like like the adrenaline rush trust me i like like the adrenaline rush a lot exactly and like gambling people people like the adrenaline which is when they get dopamine levels exactly which dopamine levels and adrenaline rushes have a lot in common more in common than you would think and i was actually doing some more research into that is into cold tubs as well with cold tubs it actually spikes your adrenaline by I would say roughly five times the normal what it could be if you do it for a long term. Um, no, obviously the immediate like... shock sends the adrenaline because your body's now in a fight or flight state. When you're in that fight or flight state, your body needs to make sure it stays warm, so it needs to put more energy into pumping blood to make mm. your body stay warm. If your blood isn't getting the warmth and energy it needs, it's going to shut down. That's why people don't die right away in cold temperatures because the shock can really shock you, but it, you don't really die from it right away. It takes time because once that your body kind of runs out of the energy, now it starts to basically eat itself away because it has to. Yeah. It doesn't have any other source of energy. When you're in a cold tub, it uses a lot of your energy up, and that's why adrenal rushes are really, really good for you and really like kind of one of those things that you can really – take advantage of when you're in weightlifting competitions like eddie hall did it with his uh 1050 pound deadlift he had the record like six years ago obviously now i think it's 1300 by some uh russian or german i don't know anymore i don't really stay up the times with weightlifting anymore i got out of body lifting or body Training, weightlifting. I can't even think of it. Bodybuilding. Bodybuilding. That's what I was saying. I was like, I can't even think of the term. (laughs) But it wasn't even that. It's strongman, is what it is. Strongman. But yeah, he learned. If you ever watched his videos or anything, he explained what he did in preparation for that deadlift. Really? What did he do? Well, ice baths and stuff. No, he didn't do the ice baths. He learned about the human body has much more strength than you would think because he was doing research on well he obviously just did like a or shit some, ton of training too yeah, yeah obviously he did a shit ton of training but the, i'm talking about he's done research on people saving other people's lives 
even though they didn't really have the strength, it didn't look like they had the strength to do it because the adre- now that the adrenaline rush kicked in, he learned how to control that. When the adrenaline rush kicks in and you're like thinking about, I got to save my child, that's when the adrenaline kicks in. That's when the dopamine kicks in. You don't feel pain. You're just like muscly and you're just, you can lift so much more weight with that. And that's exactly what he learned how to do. And that's why his nose was literally bleeding and he passed out right after because he used all his energy that he could at that time. Like he maximized the amount of energy he could use. So he kind of just figured out how to concentrate the adrenaline. Yeah, it's one of those. He learned how to control his mind in the adrenaline fight or flight state. That's kind of like uh, like Mike Mike Tyson in boxing. He Mike Tyson. He even like remember that one fight he did uh, like a couple of years ago. It was just like I not. It was like kind of like a coming out. Of, it wasn't like a coming out of retirement fight. I think it was just bored. But, <laughs> I mean, probably. <laughs> but he, like you know, like he had that like fight a couple of years ago against some guy, and he he obviously killed his ass. Well, he didn't kill his ass, but he he beat destroyed the shit him. out of him. Yeah, and. Mike Tyson loves boxing. He loves he loves that sport and he that's where he gets his adrenaline rush from. So I I do agree like bodybuilding, boxing, all of these things have correlation to adrenaline. Swimming, when you first get up on the block, the, your adrenaline is rushing. Oh yeah. Me. You're like holy Track. crap. I'm like I'm about to swim the yeah. fastest of my freaking life yeah. that I've ever you done. Have that, you have that adrenaline rush like holy shit, like I'm about to use all of my energy and that's why you feel so gassed afterwards. I wouldn't even say Mike Tyson was gassed. He still had that adrenaline rush yeah, after the fight. He just that's how much he loves every it. day now. I know he just eats a mushrooms. cannabis and yeah. mushrooms all day. He's like have you seen how much he's eaten? He's like, oh yeah, oh, I've yeah. seen that podcast. He's like, yeah. oh, this is just a start. He takes an entire handful yeah, of mushrooms. He's like, for the average person, you would be completely stoned out of your mind. He's like, oh, I take about six or seven of these a day. I'm like, I'm sorry, what? Yeah, no. He's I think it's one of those that he's built his high tolerance. To yeah, to tolerance mushrooms. very, yeah. very high. But yeah, the nice part is you kind of transitioned it almost perfectly into the. The influencer boxer fight that just happened yesterday. Oh yeah, KSI. Yeah, Holy KSI shit. is now five and oh with two knockouts. Finally, he that finally was... got knockouts. Obviously, other than Joe Weller, Joe Weller, he did get knocked out by him. The other three, not so much. Yeah, he's he's actually technically five zero oh, and one, meaning the one is a tie because he did tie oh, that Logan first Paul. Fight he did. Yeah. yeah, he did tie Logan Paul. I don't. Know if that actually was a tie. Well, then he wore like uh, he wore like. Well, they wore headgear the first and fight, stuff like that. Yeah. Oh my god, dude! If you didn't, I showed you the highlight reel of him. He's yeah. a fucking monster He's now. He's crazy. Well, he was He's also crazy fast. facing some like skinny ass dude. So I feel like he kind of developed. No, but that even power. still, did you see his power versus the his last fight? His last fight. He's so he much different, guy. dude. Yeah. He literally was, he was knocking him out. He would literally, if he made contact with more of his punches than he did, even though he made contact with him quite a bit. Mm. And Perez was just complaining the entire time. He was like, he hit me in the back of the head. He hit me in the back of the yeah. head the entire yeah. time. And it's I like, mean, you can obviously see the footage. Like, he, he, he was just complaining he, was because he was losing. Side. Yeah. He was just losing. He, he wanted a, the money and he took, he left. That's yeah. all he wanted out of that. And I'm sure that's all why he actually came in that he really, really wanted to fight Alex Wasabi because that was kind of his introduction fight because he knew, I think Alex Wasabi would have stood a better chance than both of them. 
literally he would actually tried a little bit harder than the other two. Like those two just like came in. They didn't really throw that many punches. Swarms like maybe threw like two just, punches and he was like, I'm maybe done. They were scared. Like, he was just run. Yeah. <laughs> I'm scared. You see, you see him. He's just like punching hard yeah. and hard and hard. I mean, I just scared. back and forth. <laughs> yeah. It's one of those things. You don't really realize it until you actually get into a boxing fight. You're oh, like, yeah. you like, you have much more respect to them as well. And that's one of the things that we don't do anymore. We don't allow fighting anymore in the streets. Like let men just let them figure it out in a fist fight. I guarantee at the end of that fist fight, they're going to have way more fucking respect for each other than the, yeah. in the beginning. In the beginning, also, it was just all talk. And now they're like, they're actually going outside and they're actually squaring up. They're actually doing their fight. Obviously, it's dangerous. Yeah, because you're bare fist. You don't have rules, essentially. I mean, obviously, they might. They might not. But usually, That's most of the time, like, no. If you're on the ground, they're still going to kick the shit out of you. It's not one of those, uh, oh, you can't touch him because he's on the ground. You can't do nothing. No, they're going to use every advantage they can. You're on the ground. You're done. You're yeah. beat up. You're going to get beat up all the way. And I have like I have something interesting to add. Um, I went on this, like... It was like a uh, navy, like a ship tour or whatever from like back in like World War Two or the Cold War, and basically this tour guide he was telling me how if these uh, two soldiers they have like a confrontation of one another, they basically they get the boxing gloves, they get the ring out, everyone's watching, and they just go at it. And you want to know what hundred percent of the time happens afterwards? Their one problem is resolved. Out. No, their problem oh, yeah. is resolved. Well, yeah, one of them probably they have more fucking respect destroyed. to each other. But yeah, exactly. The, what you were saying was they kind of have that sort of respect in the end after the fight. You know, it's like because again, you're using all of your adrenaline and you kind of just you get your you get your anger out. Exactly. Once you get your anger Pretty out, much, you're like, yeah. okay, I'm good. Let's. Let's go have a beer. Let's go enjoy yeah, life, something like exactly, that. Exactly. Let's go yeah. play some cards. All yeah, right, fuck yeah. it. Let's do that. Women? No way. They'd be oh like, God. they start out nicer in the beginning. And then, well, I've talked to some women about it. I think women make more friends than guys do. Well, they tend to grow on each other faster than guys do. And then they yeah. get over themselves faster than they, the guys do. Guys, as they mature on with the relationship, I think it grows even stronger than it ever has become. They'll do like way more shit that girls won't do. When girls start that, obviously some of them can be very good friends, but a lot of the times you start they start out way more friendly in the very beginning. They're like more talking about periods, being synced and everything in the beginning. And then as time goes on, something happens and then they're just like I don't want to be around you, but they're going to fake being around you that they're happy with you and then but they never talk about it yeah guys won't do that they're like i fucking hate you and they're like i fucking hate you too let's go have a fist fight and now you have fucking respect for each other yeah. women won't fucking do that no way no yeah and it's like another thing too of like social media and uh women how like do you know why like women post significantly more than men do uh they want the attention probably yeah. Well, no, that's not probably. That's guaranteed. And Women just want attention. Guys wanna, don't really care as much. I feel like social media is another thing where you only get to see the person's best life. Yeah, you only see the best out of them. And obviously, you don't, really you don't want to like post depressing shit. 
like unless uh, you're well, one of those there's people, people there's yeah. people who do and then nobody yeah. follows them anymore but yeah social media is like one of the gateways to where you kind of feel shitty about yourself in a sense if you look at other people's lives and like oh this person has such a better life than me one and half the fact life isn't is, always perfect. full of roses no you don't it's know full what of grave the other side is of that person yeah like you literally don't know what the other person has going on in their life and that's why I feel like social media is a poor sense to view anyone. And uh, I think Jacob wants to say something about this. Yes, Jacob. Uh, thank you. Yeah, the grass is not always greener. Uh, nothing, nothing can always uh, be perfect in life. Sometimes uh, there's imperfections in things and however your life is going right now it's probably good enough you know so if you think someone else has a better life it might not be true you never know sometimes oh, yeah. it's not a very good life oh yeah i also want to go back to the influencer fight as well i'm actually super happy that deji actually got his first win and he was against a very freaking shredded guy yeah like have you yeah. seen fuzi but i think fuzi and he's kind of explained it as well He's a bodybuilder. He's not a he's not a fighter. Let's no, be yeah. honest. Yeah. He's really not a fighter. He just came in, take the bag and get out. But Deji improved a ton. Oh yeah. He improved a ton. That was his first that was his that first That was his fight. first win. Very first win. That yeah. was his first one. He lost three times. Three times. And they thought every time, oh, he's gonna get he's better. Gonna he's gonna get better. Yeah. And he's finally proven himself. Now if he faced the old Jake Paul, he would win. If you face the other two opponents, he would win every I think time. It's just, I think it's just the top from here. I think he's just going to go I on. I think he's going to grow even further. I think successful uh, even more. Yeah. I think it's one of those that him and JJ will kind of just go and just go even bigger every single event. Eventually, I think Deji's going to have that one opponent that. Do you think that KSI and Deji are going to fight? I don't think so. I don't really see why they would yeah. because they grew up in a brother brotherhood. They're literally brothers, obviously. Yeah, of course, yeah. Why would they fight each other? It's That's just, just like Jake Paul and Logan Paul fighting. Yeah, it's like Jake I mean, Paul and Logan Paul. You're not going to fight your own brother. No, yeah. You might like have a dispute, but you're going to figure it out in the end. Nobody's going to want to like argue with your brother. It's just like, okay, cool. If you have beef with another person not in your immediate family, hell yeah, we want to see that. Like Andrew Tate. Yeah, like Andrew Tate. Have you it, seen them? JJ was just calling out everybody. Yeah. Like Slim was really, really good too. If you've seen that one, Slim was really, really going at it too as well. But obviously still not as good as JJ. I still think it was just shocking like seeing J- JJ. He was totally different than everybody else. He literally says, I'm a different breed. And I totally agree with him because oh, yeah. he was freaking going he, at he's him. killing it honestly like he was killing it in every freaking aspect of life right now he literally day. is killing it in every aspect of life like how many other boxers have done two fights and one and when well no it's never happened that's the exactly. entirety point but i mean obviously they were kind of both easy fights for yeah him. they were kind of weren't the way rounds, underrated the rounds were if it was shorter, against right? jake paul he definitely would have been two and two nights 
two in the same night and it was very quick too like the round like the first fight i remember last it night, was a it was it a three minute like fight and then a 40 rounds. seconds yeah, yeah two rounds it was very quick so honestly i mean the rounds were three minutes long for three rounds but they're typically like four right four minutes no they're typically anywhere from two to three minutes really but with the logan paul and jj i think it was uh I would like to say it was either three minute rounds for twelve rounds. It were like it was either that or two minute rounds for twelve rounds. Yeah, that was twenty four minutes of fighting before the decision. This one, yeah. it was nine minutes at most. Like he definitely was not. He was way overtrained for that. Oh yeah, he hundred percent. If he was going against Jake Paul, no, it'd be like ten rounds of three minute or two minute good, round. That would be a good fight to see again. But yeah, eventually they're working their way to do it. I'm sure he is. He's like teasing it all the way, and then eventually, that's after yeah, he does. They maybe, just want to hype it up. I think he, I think he's gonna do uh, two more events, two more fights, and then he's gonna fight him because they want to like build it every time. He wants to fight somebody better now. He's kind of got his warmed up. He's warmed up and ready to go. Then next time he's gonna fight somebody even bigger, somebody even worse. Than both of them because I mean obviously he wanted to fight Alex but Alex I don't even think it was gonna be a good enough competition for him oh, he's yeah. gonna be better than the other two like Swarms and Pareda or whatever his name is he's I still think he would have stood a better chance because he wouldn't have ran he actually had a decent beef with Alex even though Alex is actually a really really nice guy he just kept calling out JJ and then he. I think he saw his training. He's like, oh, crap. I need to drop out of this. Like, I got to say, I have a concussion. He doesn't want to be embarrassed in front of everybody, even though he still got embarrassed anyways. Yeah. Because he literally chickened out. If, you can't, yeah. if you're going to chicken out, then why the hell did you even start it? No, yeah, I agree with that. You got to stick to your word. You can't talk the talk forward. and not walk the walk. If you're not yeah. going to walk the walk, then don't even talk the talk. Literally just stay away from it altogether. Just like Conor McGregor. Yeah, Conor McGregor is one of those. He's he the can biggest sometimes fighter. Talk to talk and walk to walk, but I'm a lot of the fights I've watched. He cannot talk to talk and walk to walk. Yeah, but he's such a good promoter. It doesn't he's matter. It doesn't matter. Bank. Like he, he's the greatest promoter of the boxing he does. and MMA careers. Remember that thing with like the bus, the bus situation? How he was like attacking those people on the bus or whatever. I mean, I think it was on a plane actually. I know, I know, I'm Bus kind of briefly heard about it. I never yeah. really cared to it because I don't was, really that care used about to be the a news. Big deal back in the like a couple of years ago, whatever. Well, yeah, honestly, it's just one of those. Like, I think. Do you think uh, influencer boxing is going to be as big as the UFC, MMA, and then WWE? Like WWE is a whole separate field, but. I still I think like, they're almost equally as big. I feel like WWE is just on a downtrend. I don't think so. Like, I know. I I used to watch WWE when I was a little kid, and that was, like, the peak time, I feel like. That's because they had such good people. They like, had The Rock, the Undertaker, John Cena, Undertaker. Yeah. They had the best people on the platform. Now Rain it's, Mysterio. like, a totally different. Now it's a totally yeah. different environment. They have to find those people again. That's the entirety of why I think it's not necessarily at its peak right now for what fighters they have. I think they need to find new ones. And then they need to build their brand. They need to build their character. 
so then people actually can get behind these pe- these things and so people actually purchase events. And that's why The Rock was really good was because he learned how to build his brand very, very well. Well, that was interesting. Yeah, I know. I heard I the I don't know if that going off. Caught on the it did. podcast. I can hear it from here. <laughs> but yeah, uh, about The Rock, he he's grown to be very, very influential. He came from nothing. Like, yeah, he came from he, literally nothing. He wanted to go in the NFL. He went in the, the well. He Canadian did the training NFL, whatever it was called, CFL, I think. He managed to do that pretty well. Uh, I and then after that, what he go? He went into WWE. No, he got dropped. He got dropped out of it, and then eventually the coach called him back and said, "Hey, we want you back." Really? And W, I mean, The Rock literally said, "No, I'm no, good. yeah." Because well, he, he said found his passion. He's like, sort of. "I appreciate that, Coach. I'll let you know what my decision is." And then his dad asked him, "Is like, are you gonna call him back and let him know you're gonna join back?" He's like. No, I don't think I will because it wasn't in his gut feeling. Yeah. If you don't have a gut feeling for something, don't do it. Because if you're not going to pursue it no, with yeah. your gut, then like you're anything. not going to really do anything. Like if with you it. feel you're like you're just going to show up, do it, you, and then go yeah. home. You're not going to be happy in life. If you without. feel like you're in like danger or something like that, and you have a gut feeling, just leave. Like, like you need to get out of there as soon as possible. Yeah, exactly. Obviously, you have to figure out a way to get out of there. If you're in a bad situation where there is no escape then it's it's tough it's really really tough you have to find a way to get out of there as soon as possible but i was kind of interesting and then i have a new topic here have you ever gone out of the country other than canada uh i've gone to mexico have you been immersed in the culture have you actually like lived with a family or anything uh, what do you mean lived with a f- like a f- like a yeah there's family like a, or no just a family in their country oh yeah yeah I know what you're talking about no I have not done that um would you ever want to but yeah I feel like that'd be kind of interesting to see like what they experience every day and what goes on through their minds you know yeah I actually had the opportunity to actually do that obviously I wasn't an opportunity i actually did it obviously but with this opportunity that it was presented to me it was like hey we're gonna go to peru this year now um, this is my old spanish teacher i still sometimes contact her and reach out to her but with this old spanish teacher that came and talked to me about this opportunity i said yeah i want to do that like that sounds awesome i get to go to peru for a week I get to live with a family, actually see what kind of food they eat. Wasn't that like in high school? You did yeah, that? it was in high school. It oh, was yeah. a junior year, I'd like to say. Yeah, it was junior year. Yeah. I had my birthday on that vacation, actually, as well. Oh, yeah. I wasn't with what, the what? family that day. Yeah, I was somewhere else. What did you do for your birthday in, in Peru? Peru? Yeah. Uh, I think we just, well, we did everything according to the plan. They already had a plan oh, for everything. Yeah. So it wasn't like, I get to go choose. Like, let's go do skydiving Yeah, no. no, they're not going to do that. I wish. I would be like, hell yeah, let's do that. Yeah. Um, no, but I just kind of ate food. And they, like, presented me a gift and everything like that. It wasn't nothing too crazy, obviously. They want to address that it was my birthday. They didn't want to 
ruin the vacation because they didn't know it was my birthday. No, yeah. But in Peru, when I was living with the family, and I had uh, another person living with me, if you remember Josh. Yeah, yeah obviously Josh. you remember Josh. Yeah, yeah, We don't, obviously they don't know about Josh. We might get him on a podcast one day. That would be interesting. It'd be I'd an like interesting to that. topic to talk about. And then I have a couple other people I'm reaching out to. We'll see who we can get on the podcast. I really do want to bring on more people, bring on different guests. I really want to like pick their brain essentially, Mm -hmm. like interview them essentially. But when I was living with the family, I got to really understand how people live in a different country. Like, because it's not always going to look like the United in, States. Yeah, it's totally different. It's every different, different. Every country has their different views about things. And when I was living in Peru, I think what I could understand out of the two or three days that I was there, they really appreciate family more than money. They really do not care how much and money yeah, they make as much. I feel like in here in the United States, I appreciate my family and friends more than anything i don't really but care about i think money. more people care about money because here especially yeah, yeah in america like, i think it's all about money that's all they care it's all about capitalism yeah they anything, they're like anything. i need to get rich i don't care who i hurt i Dude, don't care it's what like happens. warren it's i'm like gonna warren be buffett money. said warren buffett said money does not make you happy money doesn't make you and happy warren buffett's day. like obviously you need money to buy things but yeah at the same time, you don't want to ruin your life around it if you're going to just care about your money. If you're going to stay late one night, go ahead. Do that. At least you get to follow something you want to do. If you're doing that two months where you never see your family, your family's going to be like, what the heck? Where are you? Like, We want to enjoy our time around you. We what want about, to spend time with you. What about this, though? Having lots of money... With your family and friends, it yeah, that's a significantly I think that's more of best. a bonus, but it's a matter of how you get there, and that's yeah, one of those things. Exactly, it's that snowball fact. You can't really be rich in the beginning unless you grew up in a and you've grew up in a rich rich household, household yeah. but then you don't even respect it. No, and that's you don't, the problem with you it. Don't you don't respect, respect the it. grind, and that's why I think a lot of more richer people, I should say, richer parents in particular really want to make their children understand that money isn't everything you need to learn how to earn your own money you need to how to learn how to do things that you wouldn't do if i just gave you money all the time no yeah if you just handed them money all the time they are not gonna learn learn how to spend it they won't learn how to save it they won't learn how to respect it if you're not learning how to respect the value of money, you need to do something different. Because if you're not respecting it, Especially you're not respecting uh, and another thing, other people's property. If you don't even know what money is, knowing the definition of money is probably the most important thing. How money works, where it comes from. And I think yeah, it's yeah, just a number, though, at the same time. I mean, that's the first step, though. It's baby steps. Learning about money... First step, placing your money in liable assets. Second step, taking that money in the long term is your third step. And then figuring it out 
is the final step. I think it's figuring out how to use your money the best. Exactly. That's where the, the second step, the assets come from. I think from. the value of money is only a trade. Uh, yeah. It's any, technically trading something for something else, and that's all it it's, is. It's what's trading. Because of the valuable, yeah. if the value of the dollar went to zero, we why would, would be you trading even, apples for What did you even like, be doing? Yeah. You'd be like, oh, I'm going to trade you food for doing my lawn today like uh, but that's cool. what they used to do but then they never have yeah i know that's exactly what they used to do and i think what why they introduced money is because not always do i want apples or oranges People i want to go buy something else yeah i want to be like to i get to actually have the free will shit. to go buy something that i want to buy and nobody else owns it's like nfts you're not gonna want to buy an nft unless somebody doesn't own it if you're the only one that owns it you're gonna want to buy that and you're gonna want to be a proud owner of it and you get to sell any point because if it's rare if it's rare and nobody else owns it it's gonna be more valuable than it would be if somebody else already owned it if there's multiple copies of it nobody really wants to own that one those 50 things between 50 different people it's not gonna be as valuable as if there's one item and that's the only one people are going to want to have that one item in your inventory that nobody else really establishes or take partakes in if nobody else partakes in something that's extremely rare obviously what i'm trying to get around is when you own that one thing monopoly that nobody else owns people are going to pay a lot more for it than they would be if there was multiple copies of it. And that's exactly like what happened with these. Like, I feel like you're trying to describe what a monopoly basically is. If the company has something that nobody else has, they're, they're the big dog, right? They own everything. Basically no other company has come up with it. They're the first ones to do it. It's revolutionary. It's new. People need it to survive. That's, that's, big that's a big game change that's basically a monopoly all right that's gonna wrap up monopolies and everything we talked about this on podcast thank you guys for coming in and showing up and enjoying our podcast we really appreciate you guys otherwise we're gonna sign off for now and we'll see you guys in episode six all right thank you guys